Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Live Sunday nights, this is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. As always, if you want to, you can listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y, the Odyssey app. Or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. You'll find podcast links to all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and Follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. Little Laura Kelly theme song. Always appropriate for our legislative update from Topeka. With us now in studio is someone who absolutely is not going to take it from Laura Kelly, House Majority Leader Dan Hawkins. Dan, thank you for joining us this evening. It's always great having you back on the show, brother. I always enjoy the uh, Laura Kelly theme song. <laughs> it is appropriate, isn't it's it? It's very appropriate, John. And, 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 and I imagine she thinks of you in the same manner as which, say, Brandon Whipple thinks of me. Yeah, pretty close, I would say. <laughs> I would say I'm probably not on her Christmas list, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine she has all kinds of good things to say about you. Um Dan, this week, uh, for my listeners who don't know, marked uh, one of the deadlines of the session. Thursday was turnaround day, the day in which all non-exempt bills must pass their chamber of origin. And non-exempt bills, which are not advanced through the chamber, are considered dead. You and I both know that nothing really dies in Topeka. But which bills you know, failed to pass this week? You know, there were, John, there were probably 30-ish probably bills under the line that were stricken for the cal- from the calendar. Uh, probably the one that got the most attention is uh, Bowie's Law. I'm sure, have oh, you yeah. heard about that uh, one? Yes, that was the, the dog uh, yeah. abuse one, which you know, pulls at the heartstrings for sure. It, it does. And, and, and what was unfortunate in that case, uh, number one, uh, during the testimony, uh, ag came out against that uh, simply because why it, would they be opposed? It's a dog bill. Well, it's not a dog bill. It's an animal bill. So they it was too broad. It was too broad. Yeah, a lot, uh, pretty vague. But the, really, the biggest problem was was it came out the very last day of committee. Uh, I didn't see it until Monday. By Monday, I already had my week already set up. 
Uh, so we were. Well, and you guys did yeah, what thirty some bills on Tuesday. On Tuesday, yeah, and then and, we and then we then we just did a few on Wednesday, and then uh, actually we had several teed up, but uh, during calendar. Uh, some of them got torn up pretty good during <laughs> <laughs> during calendar. I remember we, those days. Yeah, so we uh, decided not to run a few of those. Um, but uh, so there was there were quite a few of them that didn't make it, um, which is normal. I mean, when you have oh yeah, when you have uh, three, four, five hundred bills that are introduced in a year, uh, can you imagine if we passed all of those? It'd yeah, be, it'd be horrible. So you know, I think that we probably got somewhere around forty five to fifty bills out. Uh, to go across a uh, across the chamber to the Senate, and the Senate will probably have somewhere around forty coming back at us. About the same number. Yes. It, what's interesting is 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 we really only have three weeks now, so we go back uh, t- uh, on Tuesday of this week. We have three weeks, and then we go on the floor again all all week, and then we go into conference committee. So we really only have three weeks of committee time, and it's going to be difficult to do all forty. Senate bills in that three weeks, just not going to happen. Well, and you also have, let's not forget, you've got major things coming up, like you know, the budget, you've got you know, oh, redistricting. Yeah. I mean, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. I did want to ask you, one of the things that passed, you know, two actually of the things that passed this week, were a couple, of, a pair of constitutional amendments uh, that will appear on the November 2022 ballot one of which was HCR 5014. That ensures legislative oversight of administrations and administrative yeah. rules and regulations, which, as I was talking to someone last week on the show, and I brought up the, the, the amusement park bill. You remember that. Yeah. And, and then after we passed it, a year later, I'm looking at what the Department of Labor had done with all the rules and regs. Oh, yeah. And I had to call her and exp- tell her, what are you doing with all this? This is not the legislative intent. At least we were able to work that out. This allows the legislature to have a little more insight into this. That, right? that was a very important bill to me. Um, actually, it's um, an HCR uh, House concurrent resolution. It was an it's a constitutional amendment, uh, so it takes two thirds uh, to get there. But it's so important because it, it has nothing. You know, the Democrats wanted to make it all about Laura Kelly. It had nothing to do with Laura Kelly. It has to do about the bureaucrats that are in control of the bureaucracy year in and year out, governor in, governor out. doesn't right. make any difference who the governor is. Those people stay for long terms, and they're the ones that decide what those rules and regs look like. And they can literally change the intent of our, le- our, our legislative intent of our laws, of our bills that we pass. They can change that with a stroke of a pen through rules and regs. Yeah. And we have a rules and regs committee. It's a joint committee that that uh, is an oversight committee that has absolutely no authority whatsoever to stop them. So if they if they come in with a rule and reg that looks bad that doesn't that really changes the intent, the committee can say, "Hey, you know, you shouldn't be doing that." But they can thumb their nose at them and say, "We'll do what we want because we have no authority." This actually will give the legislators a legislative body through the rule, the Joint Rules and Regs Committee, the ability to say, no, you can't do that. You can't change that intent. And if you do, we'll do a resolution on both sides, pass it, and we'll, we'll stop it. That's what's happening here. This gives us an ability to stop something bad from happening through rules and regs. It, it needs to happen. I remember when I was the vice chair of corrections, we had the secretary, correction secretary in, and had a conversation about 
the legend, the bill that we had passed that said, you know, they said the agency shall do something, mm-hmm. and the rules and regs had interpreted it to mean no, they may right. do something. And so we literally spent almost an entire committee meeting debating whether or not shall means may. Yeah, oh yeah. But that's yeah. and they there is nothing we could do short of passing another law to correct that language. That is correct. And then you've got a governor that can say no, we're not going to do that. Right. So it, yeah. the governor gets a, a spot in there when if you pass a bill. A resolution, an HCR takes her out or him out, doesn't matter who it is. Uh, so it's a really a good deal. We, uh, we, we fought really hard. It ended up being a bipartisan uh, effort. We actually could not get enough Republicans to pass that. We got two Democrats to come on board with us. And we passed it with a, a, a bipartisan uh, vote. So Good. that was nice. And the other constitutional amendment that will be on the ballot in the fall, in addition to obviously the value of them both, which will be in the primary, is one regarding electing sheriffs, right? Yeah. So we've had a, a situation, actually, it's up in Johnson County where the, the, the county commissioners don't like the sheriff and they want to do away with an elected, an elective sheriff and make it to where they appoint the sheriff. Well, the the sheriff is the chief law enforcement officer in every county. And and to have them beholden to um, other electeds is probably not a good deal. That, that That elected sheriff needs to do what they need to do for their county. Irregardless. Irregardless of, yeah, of what yeah. the politicians say. That, that, that position shouldn't be as political as it should be making sure that the laws are appropriately upheld in the county. And so uh, the Sheriff's Association came to us uh, in the offseason and asked us if we would do that, if we would do a constitutional amendment. Um, and, and I thought it was a great idea. And it passed overwhelmingly. I think we got 97 or 98 votes on that uh, coming out of our chamber going to the, to the Senate. So I think that will pass overwhelmingly. It'll go to the, to the voters, and I can't imagine the voters not well, and, that and that's the key here. Even if you oppose this, you, all you're really doing is putting on a ballot what the voters right. decide. And for my listeners, just remember, you're going to vote yes on all three constitutional amendments Absolutely. coming up this fall. That makes and, it easy. And there's probably going to be some more, John, coming out of the Senate. The Senate, I don't know if you've had uh, a, uh, the Senate president on. I'm going to have actually Majority Leader, uh, your counterpart. Yes. I'm uh, Larry, Larry Alley yeah. will be on next Sunday. So he'll probably be talking about the major- or the um, constitutional amendments that they're doing. They're, they're looking at a, a tax-type, con- a, a, ta- a taxpayer bill, bill of rights. Woo-hoo! I've been um, pushing that. So is Blake Carpenter. It's going to be a, it'll be a knockdown version. It won't go quite as far as some of the other states have because we want to pass it. Uh, you get it loaded up too much, and it becomes pretty difficult to pass. Uh, so you'll you'll hear them. They'll tell you what that's all about, because I actually have not been a part of that. That's one of those things the Senate's doing, and it'll come our way when they get it passed. So that uh, I look forward to that. Dave, make a note to make sure to remind me to ask Larry Alley about that next week. Looking ahead, we mentioned it. We've got, uh, by the way, we're talking with House Majority Leader Dan Hawkins We've got to finalize a budget bill by mid-March. You've got still the Parents' Bill of Rights, tax cuts, redistricting. You've got a lot to do in three weeks. We have a huge amount to do in three weeks, and that's, and that's uh, really we've got some things that have to be done. We, you know, John, we have to do a balanced budget. Every year we have to bal- have a, a balanced budget uh, vote before, before we adjourn signy die. Uh, so that's a big deal. That first one will be coming out probably before – Oh, the 20th of March, somewhere around there, we'll see the first one. And then, of course, you know, we always have an omnibus one oh, yeah. to pick up anything we missed. Um, 
that when talking about taxes, we still want to lower food sales tax. It's not going to be a repeal. One thing you learn is it's very difficult to repeal because you still have city and counties that have sales tax on food. So it'll be a, a reduction, not a repeal. I do believe you'll also see a small reduction in sales tax across the board. Oh, that's all, a great idea. All items. Uh, so we have that. We also will have, uh, we're going we're gonna to put, because we got quite a bit of money, we're going to put uh, about a billion dollars into CAPERS uh, to lower the unfunded liability, and also, and which raises you know, the, the, the funded ratio, get it up around 80%, which will be the best it's ever been since um, back in the 90s. Yeah, no, uh, I remember when we first got in there, it was... 52. 50, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, just over yeah, 50%. Thir- so. In 2013, it was 52%. So we've we've come a long way, baby. <laughs> <We have. laughs> uh, one thing I did want to ask you about, I know uh, it, it's a Senate bill, so it's going to come over to you. It's, but it's got local impact. It's Senate Bill 493, passed by the Senate this just this last week, would provide regulatory clarity on containers, which is a nice way of saying uh, it would it would see to it that local municipalities can't pla- pass plastic bag bans. Yeah, I, I, saw I know that. Brandon Whipple and Lacey Cruz yeah. are going to hate that. Yeah, but I'm thrilled to death because it's so. This, I mean, it'll, just, it'll hurt small business. Even the big businesses like Dylan's and whatnot have said, no, we really don't want to get into this. And if we do, we're going to pass that charge on to the customer. Uh, you know, all of this for plastic bags. You remember that? That's not the first time this come around. Remember back, um, what was it? Maybe 14, 15 we had that? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, and it didn't pass for whatever reason. Uh, so, I mean, it's a great idea in theory, yeah. but in practice... You're just forcing – all it's going to do is force – raise more cotton, raise oh, price yeah. at oh, a yeah. time when prices are already high enough. Prices are high. Uh, it's just – I don't know. It's, it's, but I was glad to see the Senate pass that. Hopefully you guys will take that up. If folks want to, they can follow you on Facebook. It's Vote4, the number four, Hawkins on uh, Facebook. And Dan Hawkins, Kansas. Dot com is your website. They can sign up for your newsletter, right? Yeah, and actually I would not – I wouldn't go to that because uh, that one's – if they'll go to Majority Leader Dan Hawkins on Facebook, that's a better way that's to a find better it. Way. Okay. Yeah, just search for Majority Leader Dan Hawkins on Facebook. Uh, my my website's Dan Hawkins, uh, Kansas spelled out DanHawkinsKansas.com. Uh, so they can they can leave messages and stuff there. Well, I appreciate you as always, brother. It sounds like you guys are going to have a busy three weeks. It will be. And next time you see her shuffling her way through the second floor, make sure you say hello to Laura Kelly for We me. never see her. <laughs> she, she stays hidden in her office. It cloistered in her, yeah. in her second floor offices. Thank you, Dan. We love you. We'll take a quick break, and then I want to hear from you. Our phone lines are open, 316-869-1330, shuffling through these second-floor hallways. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 